0: Good evening. Our reading this evening is Psalm 2, and it can be found on page 543 of the church Bibles in front of you, or behind you this evening. Psalm 2, beginning at verse 1. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he will be angry, and your way will lead to your destruction. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him.
1: Thanks, Sue. My name's Stephen Ritchie. I'm the youth minister at Wish Prankton Church. It is great to see you all here. Um, and wasn't it good to go back to 1953? I, I thought that, that was amazing, like seeing that footage and seeing the cheering. Oh. And so I, I thought we'd start with some Queen, true or false. I'm sure you haven't had enough of it just yet, so get ready for some more. Um, three three true or false facts. Just shout out your answer if you think you know what it is. Here we go. First one, true or false? The Queen has to pay taxes. What do we think? You, you, you can shout. You have to you, you whisper. False. false, Shout. true. Uh, it's actually false. She hasn't got pay taxes, but 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 she chooses to anyway. What a lady! What a lady! Next one, next one. The Queen has a private ATM in Buckingham Palace on the ground floor. True or false? It's actually true. She's got her own personal ATM. Not very relevant these days with Apple Pay and all that, but still, um, it's there. Uh, last one. The Queen owns the dolphins and porpoises in England. True or false? This is definitely true. She owns swans, porpoises, um, dolphins, and whales. All of them in England, she owns them. Isn't that incredible? Like, there are some serious perks to being the queen, aren't there? Not to mention, you, you, you kind of get to wear this thing. Oh, wow. Hey, has anyone ever wanted to wear that? I mean, look at it. It's got a fluffy rim. It looks like so comfortable to wear. Like, And like, being queen sounds really fun. And actually... um i don't know about you but i really want to try on that crown like oh it looks so inviting um, but, but, but today we're gonna to be thinking about a different crown because i think there's another crown that we human beings want to kind of try on and want to wear uh, it's the crown of the lord jesus christ Um, In that coronation, uh, the queen was given this. This is the sovereign's orb, and it's covered in like 365 diamonds, 375 pearls, 18 rubies, and then some more stuff. But more importantly, impressive than all that, when it was given to her, it, it was said this. Receive this orb set under the cross, and remember that the whole world is subject to the power and empire of Christ, our Redeemer. She was told... Hey, your majesty, you've got a king reigning over you. The Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, in fact, God's king reigns not only over her, but over absolutely everything in existence. He is the king of the entire universe. God's king reigns. And so I thought today we kind of focus in on him, the Queen's king, see what he's like. This Lord Jesus Christ. Because we've actually been to his coronation as well this evening notice yeah, that that psalm too it was read out to us that's actually a kind of ancient coronation psalm that would have been sung or said every time a new king came to power for god's people back in history and ultimately it's pointing to the one true incredible lord of all the lord jesus christ this is his coronation psalm and right at the start there in the middle of the psalm it says i have installed my king on zion my holy mountain this emphatic statement that God's king reigns. And yet the psalm kind of gets to the human heart, doesn't it? Because, because as it kicks off, it kind of it shows what we're all like. We all want to try on Jesus' crown, don't we? The start of the psalm says, Why do the nations conspire people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up, rulers band together against the Lord, against the anointed, saying, Let's break their chains and throw off their shackles. See, God's king reigns, but we kind of like the look of his crown. We want to take it from him. We want to be in charge. And we do this in those different ways. Um, We may do this, but kind of, but by the way, we live. We, We live in ways that God doesn't want us to live. We say things, he doesn't want us to say. We think things, he doesn't want us to think. And that's kind of, well, that's undermining him. That's saying, hey, you're king, God? Nah, I'm doing things my way. We do this as well, but but like people in the psalm, by saying that, that God's rules and what God says in the Bible is restrictive and doesn't let me be who I really am. It limits my freedoms. We kind of try and take the crown when we think, hey, I can do a better job than God ruling this world. God's king reigns, but we say, hey, that crown, I want it for myself. We think we could do a better job. And that's called treason. And treason is still a thing in the UK. I, I, I had to look it up. And I thought, um, because it's a, it's a thing and it's quite serious, I thought I'd um, give you some heads up how to avoid treason uh, in living your life. So here are three ways you might be committing treason. You don't even know it. First one counterfeiting the Great Seal of Scotland. I know it's a common occurrence, but, 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 but watch out for that, it's dangerous. Um, second one, uh, convincing someone to invade the UK. That's also treason. You know that? Um, uh, thirdly, saying you want something bad to happen to the Queen. Again, these are all ways of committing treason right here and right now in the UK. And the punishment? Well, it's the harshest punishment in the British legal system. Life in prison because treason is serious and the treason here in psalm 2 that's a whole different level of seriousness because because that is trying to make plays uh, for the crown of god's mighty king the lord jesus that's cosmic treason and the bible calls this cosmic treason sin uh, and treason it's not a laughing matter it's, it's serious business um, it's not a laughing matter, but why is God laughing? Do you see that? Do you see that? God's laughing? He says, the one enthroned in, in heaven laughs, the Lord scoffs at them. What? Um, I've not had much time to hang out with the Queen in my life. We kind of move in different circles. But, but um, from what I've been told, she's got a very sharp wit. She's quite a funny lady because uh, for the Queen's speech at Christmas Day, she kind of has funny pictures put up. So she remembers to smile midway through the, the, the speech. Isn't that cool? And, and she's got like fashion advisors t- who tell her kind of what to wear. One of them gave her an outfit. Uh, and she said, I can't wear beige. No one will know who I am. <laughs> Like, you're, not on, you're not on every stamp, and every you note, know, and yeah, anyway. it's amazing. Like she's quite a funny lady; she likes to laugh. And God, in the Bible, He likes to laugh as well. Actually, He laughs quite a few different times, and there's different ways to laugh, aren't there? There's like the joyful ha ha laugh, there's the, the pity laugh, ha ha ha. There's a really like, like laugh, laugh when you're properly belly laughing. But this here is not a happy laugh. This here is a terrifying laugh. Um, this is a laugh at how pathetic these attempts of treason actually are. Because did you see what follows the laugh? This is when God thunders and says, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. It's that emphatic I, I, my. He's like, my king reigns. You ain't getting this crown. Kind of like the moment the crown went on Elizabeth's head. It's this thunderous statement to the watching world that we have a ruler that's what's going on here when God shouts those words out God's king reigns and he laughs at any rebellion and that kind of laugh that setting up of Jesus as as the king well it does kind of two things I think one it's fear for enemies of the crown and two it's comfort for people of the crown god's king reigns and that is actually quite scary as god laughs he's kind of like laughing saying how stupid can you get you really thought you could take the crown of jesus my king (laughs) what and just like treason in our country carries punishment so too does treason here there are consequences um when the Queen was coronated in 1953, she was given lots of fun nifty gifties. Um, this one is my favourite one. This is a sceptre. It's basically a massive rod of gold with a humongous diamond on the end of it. That diamond, 530.2 carats. Apparently, that's a lot. I don't know what carriage measure is, anyway. It's a big diamond, uh, and she's got this scepter. And as it was given to her, she was said, uh, it, it was said over her, um, Receive this rod of equity and mercy, punish the wicked, protect and cherish the just, and lead your people in the way wherein they should go. See, that scepter is almost like a kind of shepherd's crook. Like, it's that one way of leading and, and taking care of and protecting sheep. But that same scepter, that same shepherd's crook is is a smiting blow on any enemies who come to attack that flock of sheep. That that scepter is a symbol of power and judgment and justice on enemies. And if you noticed in Psalm 2, God's king, Jesus gets a scepter too in his coronation. He starts speaking in in the psalm, and and he says, God has said to me, you will break them with a rod of iron, a scepter. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. The Lord Jesus Christ wields a scepter. God's king reigns, and justice comes on those who rebel against him. He smashes them to pieces like pottery. God's king reigns, so treason does not work. Rebellion does not work. Sin does not work. You don't want to get on the wrong side of this king. The consequences are grave. Judgment. Everlasting destruction. And like I've kind of shown, well, that's all of us. And it's worth saying that God's King, it, Jesus, is King whether we like it or not. Um, uh, whether we believe it or not, like, like, just like with the, the Queen. Um, it, just by saying there's no Queen, I don't believe in her, and closing our windows on Jubilee Day, like, it doesn't change the truth that, that, that she's our ruler, she's our monarch. No matter how hard we try, we can't get rid of her by wishing she didn't exist. Or even living like she didn't exist. True with Jesus. The absolute truth is God set him up as ruler over the entire universe. Whether we believe it or not. And that means kind of we've all committed this cosmic treason. Whether we believe it or not. I'm a traitor. Uh, And so are you. And God does not take treason lightly. This is scary stuff. There is comfort too. So you see, God's king reigns and there is comfort. Because have a little look at the end of this coronation psalm. The, the last few words. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. This is the absolute beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ of Christianity. The only refuge from the wrath of the king is finding safety in the king. And how does that work? Well, well Jesus kind of... He takes the punishment that we deserve by dying on a cross. Let me illustrate it. Um, there's Stephen. Now, imagine if Stephen Dimitri, that's me, uh, committed treason. He started counterfeiting the great seal of Scotland. All ends up oh, rebel. But but worse than that, he 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 planned and plotted a, a 1605 Guy Fawkes-esque um, plot on Buckingham Palace to blow up the Queen. And because he's not very subtle, um, Stephen gets caught. Oh, go, uh, and he's there in in the, the, the jewelry bit. Um, what's that called? The court. There we go. Uh, and, and the queen's there on her throne watching over things. And just as the hammer's coming down, she, she holds her hand up. She kind of takes her crown off, steps off her mighty royal throne, and offers her wrists instead. And says, he's innocent. I, I did this. I'll take it for you. And we're like, that would never, ever, ever happen, right? No way it's Her Majesty going to do that. She's brilliant and amazing and all that, but no way. But that's what Jesus does. Only on a whole like more extravagant, more brilliant level. This is the king of the cosmos. And because he loves us. He takes off his golden crown of glory and comes down to earth to put on a twisted crown of thorns. He he, he lays down his life for us traitors by dying on the cross. In in the Bible, Jesus' death on the cross is described as him being crushed for our sins. Um, Crushed like a scepter, smashing pottery to smithereens. He, he 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 takes the scepter of wrath and punishment that we deserve so that we can know forgiveness that we don't deserve. Here's kind of how it happens. Um, got some pottery. There we are, ours. Um, I, I couldn't find a scepter, so I've got a giant hammer instead. Uh, this is kind of what happens for those who are trusting in Jesus. See, um, the hammer blow that's destined for us, it, well it never gets to us because that hammer blow that should fall on us falls on him instead as he dies on the cross see, see jesus takes our punishment our wrath so we can go free and get life and find forgiveness with him <laughs> That's what happens for all who trust in Him. That's what happened for our Queen. Um, one of her Christmas Day messages, she said this. Uh, she said, although we're capable of great acts of kindness, which we are as humans or made in God's image, history teaches us that we sometimes need saving from ourselves. God sent a Savior with the power to forgive. Forgiveness lies at the heart of the Christian faith. And today, Well, you've got that same chance to find forgiveness that she's found. To find safety from the king by believing and trusting in the king. God's king reigns. Is he your king? There's even more comfort, actually. I just want to quickly touch on this, because in the psalm, every single one of the enemies of God will be crushed. And I want you to just stop and think about that. Every single enemy. All of us have, have enemies that wound us so deeply that, that make this world scary and chaotic and overwhelming and feel really, really dark. And they're not natural enemies. No, I'm talking about things like sickness, that robs us of our health or sin that kind of uh, where we do things we wish we could stop doing and we hate doing. And death, the enemy that robs us of people that we cherish and love. And that mighty scepter that our Lord Jesus wields he brings it down on every single one of enemies that threaten him or his people. Smashes them apart. This is the comfort that we can know. See, see, when God laughs in the middle of this psalm, he's laughing because the attempts of sin, sickness and death to overthrow his rule are pathetic. Although they they may wound us now, they will not go on forever because God's king reigns and he crushes them to smithereens. So because he laughs now, we know we're going to a place where we're going to laugh forever. (laughs) And a proper belly joyful laugh because we're with our king in a place where sickness, sin and death aren't. That's the Christian hope. God's king reigns someone said this, and I think it's beautiful. God laughs to dispel our fears. God laughs to remind us that no purpose of his can be thwarted. If you're trusting in the king, if you're finding safety in the king, enjoy that laughter. Find comfort in that laughter. God's king reigns. Let's pray. Father, thank you that there is one sitting on the throne who is more powerful than anything on this earth. Even sickness, sin, and death don't stand a chance against this king. Thank you that your king reigns even in darkness. And for those who are trusting in him, he promises safety and a future free from sickness, sin, and death. What an amazing king. Amen.